We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! We are coming to you fucking live from the one and only Motor City and, of course, southwestern Ohio. What the hell is up? What am I I doing? What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Objective, a Battlefield podcast. I am, as always, your host, Dubfire33, and joining me, as always, only slightly bad, um, or the other Evan, depending on uh, if you're on the Discord or not. What's up? How are you doing tonight, Evan? Good, good. Let's get into it, boys. Let's get into it for sure. Um, so yeah, not a ton, not a ton of stuff to cover this week, boys and girls. Um, the news there was news, but it was definitely just like a trickle. There was like a lot of just sort of news just sort of trickling out of the, the ether, if you will. Um, nothing, no no big announcements. Mostly what it was, if you notice, like it was a lot of, um, well, there, there was kind of a Tom Henderson sort of leak. Uh, a lot of it was like stuff, um, interviews, Daniel Berlin. The mm-hmm. uh, the senior, yeah, he, he, he you know, some stuff was like just some of the, uh, him and some other, um, uh, development team people doing interviews and sort of snippets coming out of those interviews. So, uh, but we'll get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're joining us live on Twitch, um, thanks for being here. A rare, a, a rare Friday night show as, um, well, your, your boomer host was a little too tired yesterday to, to put together any show notes. So, um, Apparently a late hockey game will do that to you. Uh, yeah, I was fucking blended yesterday. I was thoroughly, thoroughly blended yesterday, man. I was just, I told you, I my hockey game was at 10 o'clock at night. And, uh, and then I'm never like, I'm never ready to go to bed. I'm still, even it, got home, I think about like 1230 at night. And I'm just, what, I'm still wired. I, and it was a playoff game too, nonetheless, which we ended up losing. Uh, and a close one too, dude. We lost... Uh, we lost two nothing, and uh, but the second goal, their second goal was actually an empty netter because we pulled our goalie in an attempt to uh, tie the game. But uh, I fucking skated my ass off, dude. Uh, you know it's a playoff game. It's it's win or go home. So, right. but uh, right. yeah. What do you mean, right? You don't know anything about sports ball. You don't even know what hockey is. You don't care no. about sports ball. <laughs> I don't watch sports puck, but I know enough about sports to know that playoffs are a big deal. <laughs> well, okay. Thank you very much. Okay, well, all right. We'll keep that in mind for sure. So, uh, yeah, so, but, uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, I even almost considered, I almost considered maybe not even, you know, because we've said we may skip a week here and there, but there was enough items. I, you know, I considered possibly maybe not even just doing the pod this week, but, you know, we're, we're on a roll, right? We're four weeks in a row with, with no, uh, two week break. So, um, 
I don't, I, I foresee the possibility of a two week break happening before July 22nd or maybe not. I don't know. Cause you know, it, this is, that's what we're, what we're really waiting for at this point is July 22nd. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah. Ton- I think they're going to radio silence again until then. Yeah. Obviously other than some of these interviews that some of these, but those are probably going to stop happening here soon too. Um, so, yeah. uh, so before we get into it, uh, Let's get to some announcements. Um, no new iTunes reviews, which is uh, which is fine. I'm not. Uh, that's fine. It's a. It. I don't. You know. If you if you do want to take the time to to uh, give us a review on iTunes, that would be fucking great. Um, give us a five star review, of course, or leave us five stars. And if you leave a review with your five stars, I'll read it. Actually, I'll read it anyways. Just leave any fucking review. I don't read. I'll read it. I don't give a fuck. Analytics um, are all about engagement. That's what it's about. Um, and on uh, the Twitch side of things, of course, um, if you're just finding the podcast, thanks for listening. And, of course, you can normally every Thursday night, and it, it will be from now on uh, through the summer right up until October. In fact, it'll be definitely every Thursday night. Um, uh, I won't be playing. Well, I'll be playing hockey again in the fall, but not through the summer. But in any case, uh, I'll do a better job of making sure I'm ready to go on Thursdays. Uh so every Thursday night, we do a live broadcast on twitch.tv slash dubfire33. Uh, and some new follows. Uh, actually, quite a few new follows to uh, to mention this week. Jet Yaddix to you. I don't, you know, Jet, uh, he's, he's actually someone I've known for a little while from some, uh, I met him through some real life friends who play World of Warcraft with him. Now that I think about it, I don't know if, I, if your name's pronounced Yat or Jet. Anyway, uh, Jet, thanks for the follow up. Brother Jadix TV, uh, Calamity Cameron, thanks for the follow. Mako's or Mako Easy, possibly, uh, possibly a Final Fantasy VII reference. The Evil Monkey One Thirty, and in parentheses uh, next to his username, I put in Chris's Closet because I believe that's a, a Family Guy reference. Do you know the Evil Monkey reference from Family Guy, Evan? <laughs> I kind of remember something about you remember it, something? but it's been so fucking long. Yeah, I know. Family Guy's kind of uh, fallen out of uh, the uh, public's uh, sort of perception. These uh, somewhat, it's yeah. not as as popular or so as it once was. But uh, so the Evil Monkey One Thirty, thank you very much, sir. Uh, one day at a tizime. Interesting, interesting uh, username there for sure. Reflex one underscore MC and Phoenix 87 X technically double X, but I'm just going to go with the Phoenix 87 X. Thank you everyone for the follows on Twitch. Appreciate that very much. Uh, And remember, uh, yeah. So follow me on twitch.tv slash dubfire 33 and smash the follow button, of course. Um, And of course uh, I also have a Patreon uh, to support the podcast. That's really the best way to to support the podcast. Um, Of course, realize if you do it's purely out of the kindness of your own heart and 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 fully and and simply just in support of the podcast i uh unfortunately we don't have any pot uh, uh bonus content uh as of yet but plans for it you know down the road are definitely uh something that i'm gonna work on uh and so thank you to our four patrons who do support the podcast uh, very generously of course see you later boy 
who was hanging out last night for our BF4 stream, which was a lot of fun. Actually, I'll get into that. That was that was a good stream last night. Actually, it was that was some good games. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, Aussie Menace, of course, Aussie Menace, uh, Twitch.tv slash Aussie Menace. Definitely go to his page and and smash his follow button. That dude's playing games like crazy right now and uh, apparently having a good time doing it as long as he's not fucking running running into cheaters. But of course, that's that's everyone's problem right now. Uh, so twitch.tv slash Aussie Menace, Dean Gibson, and of course, Vaughn Trap. Thank you very much to our four fucking patrons. Um, I don't have my fucking soundboard ready. So no, no air horns tonight because I didn't have my soundboard ready. It's really not the same if you don't have them like right there ready to go, right? So uh, yeah. yeah well, well, so get scammed, right? Uh, so there you go. So thank you very much, everyone, for all that support. It's uh, very much appreciated. Um, yeah, so our uh, so in lieu of a podcast last night because I just couldn't be bothered to fucking put together any kind of semblance of show notes. Um, Evan and I actually were uh, we actually played for like uh, about two and a half hours. Played some Battlefield Four, and we and the funny thing is, so we ended up on this server with like a fucking with three thousand tickets aside, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but luckily there was a timer because there was no way the tickets were running out or at least, you know, n- not in under like three hours or something. And I didn't, so the, so the, the timers on the servers must've been like about an hour. I, I can only assume. Yeah. Because yeah, we only, attention. I think it was an hour. It must've been an hour. Cause we only got two games in by the time we kind of got through the queue, which wasn't too long. We played that one game of locker. And then we played the one game of Zavod. Um, and both games were that, yeah, dude. And you know, it was, it was incredibly enjoyable. It was actually, it was, it was a very good game session. There wasn't like no one was doing any crazy griefing. No one was trying to farm in an IFV. There wasn't some guy farming who was just like totally cracked in an IFV or like a, a little bird helicopter or something. It was just a good. In that locker game, I thought for sure. Remember at one point, we had we were completely pushed back to our spawn mm-hmm. and we only had a, and I'm looking at the map going, okay, this is just going to end up being a fucking slog at a, we're not getting past a, but then a couple of squads ended up back capping and then it turned into a, a really good game. Did, where did, I think you ended up, you ended up all, top 10, I think in that game, right? I was up there and then I had a direct X crash. Mm, and I relaunch the game but Fuck, yeah i that's was right. doing pretty well F. i was top probably top 15 i don't remember exactly yeah. where i was oh man f's for your fucking game that's right f's in the chat for your fucking i remember that that's right you were like your stats were looking fucking great and then you fucking drugs <laughs> drugs yeah. yeah fucking get shit on man that sucks um yeah. um but no but then the 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 flags yeah uh, Warlike says, "Oh yeah, you were hung. Okay, I remember you saying hi, Warlike. But then you just kind of lurked the rest of the time. That's cool, dude. Um, they were good games. They were a lot of fun. Um, and uh, then the game on Zavod was pretty good. I did a, I did like everything. I sniped. I engineered. I farmed a little bit in an IFV for like about uh, eight minutes, which was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good stuff. It was actually, and it really, and it dawned on me too, like." That's I I should probably be playing that game fairly often, in it you know to get warmed up for Battlefield twenty forty two because I would I would I get the feeling 
I think it's pretty clear that the Battlefield 4 sort of gameplay experience is going to be the closest thing you would think that 2042 is going to be. It's not going to be anything like 1 or 5, really. Yeah, cool. it'll probably be the movement of 5, and that's about it. Oh, you think the okay? So you think the movement? You think it'll be the movement of five? Yeah, probably. You know, it. But four is what eight years old now. I mean, games have changed a lot since then. It's pretty restrictive when you it is play them back to back. That is true. You're right because I actually had played a a bit of five recently, and that was the first time I fired up four. That was like the first time I fire I fired up Battlefield Four. Yeah, actually, like in a, over a month. Um, and you're right, it is. It is very fucking restrictive. You you see all kinds of things that you feel like in Five. You could look at this particular thing and like, oh, I can mount that, and you do. You grab hold of it and you pull yourself up. In Four, yeah, no, that it doesn't happen. So, and those fucking train cars. Oh my gosh, those fucking those one train cars that have got the tanks on them. Yep. And it's it's all yeah, and you got that flat spot, and it's got that curved area, and if you hit just the right fucking spot, you'll mantle yourself up and put it. But you have to hit like exactly the right spot. It's really annoying. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or I could just be better and not stand there for three minutes trying to mount the stupid tree and just run around it. it. Like yeah. Or I think you can actually. Um, I think if you prone, I think you can crawl under most of those train cars actually. Pretty I sure. I haven't tried that. I haven't tried it in a while. I'm pretty sure you can. Maybe not. So, but anyway, but playing uh, Battlefield Four last night was actually a lot of fun. So, um, let's do. Is there? Uh, we got a race recap. What happened in France last weekend? Yeah, France was a good race. Um, Max Verstappen was on pole at the start of the race. Lost the lead in turn two or three to Lewis Hamilton and actually overtook him on track. Not once, but twice, not even nice. Bits. Really? Ooh, like good overtakings, like, uh, outside inside, or like just kind of a down a straight and got an inside line going down the straight or something. Uh, I don't remember the first one. I think he had DRS on the front straight. Okay. Then overtook him in a turn one. Nice. The second one was going down the back straight into a chicane. Uh, it was also DRS assisted, but sure. He well, him, hey, that's like, the point of it. I mean, yeah. yeah. And he he overtook him on the anchors on the brakes. So cool. And just outbraked him. Checo had a really good race too. Um, he did a one stop. I think he was one of the only people in the race to do it. Finished second. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, it was a good one. And we're in Austria this weekend and next weekend. The A one, well. the A one ring, the Red Bull A one ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably one of the most boring tracks <laughs> in like ever. It, I don't know, maybe not. Do you do you find it to be a, a fairly interesting track or? So I think it's kind of boring to watch a race on, but it, like if you're in Gran Turismo or another like racing game that's got it, it's a super mm. fun track to race. Really, I don't think I've. Is it in Gran Turismo? What? Oh yeah, it is in one of the Gran Turismo's. It's not in sport, is it? I don't think it's, it's not. In, yes. Is it in sport? Oh shit. Okay, I haven't fired yeah. up sport in like forever. Oh, that I do remember it getting added. That's right. But it, it, even when you look at it, when you look at the layout, it looks like a pretty boring track. There's like not much it, to it at all. <laughs> yeah, it looks boring, but there's a decent amount of elevation changes mm. and 
there's some good overtaking okay. opportunities, which re- is what really matters in, well, at least yeah. in a racing game. And of course, yeah, racing. So cool. All right, and who uh, who won in France? Louis. Uh, Max. Over Stappen ended up uh, winning in France. Nice. All right. Yep. Yeah. Red Bull won two. Or was it one three? All right. There you Whatever. go. Cool. All right. There's the race recap. Thanks, Evan, dude. I just, yeah, I'm. We'll always do the race recap just because I like playing the F1 car sound. <laughs> it's, if you don't it's care beautiful. about Formula One, stay mad. Stay mad. Don't care. Gonna talk about it. Um. Okay. So let's get into. Let's get into what we got to talk about this week. Um, you got your show notes up? Yep. Cool. So basically, yeah. So the news, like I said, it was just sort of, news sort of just kind of trickled out all week. Um, and basically all we did was sort of just save. I just, I've got a bunch of links here, and we're just going to kind of click on the links, and uh, we're, we're, we're kind of doing this live. I, I, I have a couple of notes here that I do have some thoughts on that I typed out, but otherwise these first few ones here, we're just going to click on them and bring them up. And I, I vaguely remember what most of them are, but we'll just kind of check them out. And then we'll, uh, this one was a tweet from, okay. So the first one, uh, yeah, I saved this or did you, I can't remember if you saved this one or if I did whatever EA tells the verge that breakthrough and conquest game modes in Battlefield 2042 could have up to oh yeah could have up to 64 bots added to help fill the lobbies. Players cannot disable the feature. So, okay, so this is a this is a pretty interesting development, which we kind of touched on this I believe last pod. The idea that they may fill in the so these 128 player lobbies right. There, there's a good chance they're going to fill in open spots with AI soldiers, right? Um, and the snippet here says humans will take priority, so you might never you might never encounter an, a- an AI soldier at peak play times. Okay, that makes sense. And if you truly hate bots, you'll be able to play other modes. But the main event allows up to 64 AI soldiers to help fill a game depending on your region platform and how many real life humans are available to join up. The, that applies to both conquest and breakthrough modes. So, okay. This is not, this is not entirely on new. It's a battlefield 42. It's a battlefield to battlefield. You said, didn't you say that you fired up like some 1942 game at some point? Uh, and you just, you know, you just played against bots or am I thinking of someone else? Yeah, it was. I think it was twenty one forty two. Again, I was oh child. right. I was like eight. Yeah. So who knows? I might have just been getting shit on by real people. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Okay. Now that I think about it, no, I recall now. Actually, I recall people either whether it was on Twitter or on maybe some message boards, basically saying some people only played nineteen forty two against bots because they just didn't because. Uh, you know, internet connections weren't particularly prevalent. They weren't as prolific as they are now, or they hadn't proliferated, right, to the point that they have today when 1942 came out. So if you got this game and you didn't have the ability to play online, you just played against the AI. That was all there is to it, yeah. So yep. so it's not entirely... It, it, it's an interesting development, but it's also not something that's entirely new to Battlefield at all, and it's not now... Granted, it it changes the sort of landscape of 
multiplayer, of your interaction with multiplayer, of stats, right? KD, all that stuff. I, yeah, you were saying, weren't you? Like, you you know, whatever. Let them fill it up with bots and I'll, you know, I'll just go have games with three KDs because you can kill bots. But then again, I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess, you know, now that I think about it, the skill level of the bots, right, could have a lot to do with how engagement-based matchmaking is going to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the bots are going to be kind of like how the Drivatars and Forza are, where it will watch how other people race and how you race and kind of build the bots into that. Right. It is an artificial intelligence. Maybe uh, they'll start yep. acting like real players. Yeah, I mean, they call them bot, but... Actually, if you if you pay attention to a lot of the language that's been being used by the game developers when they've uh, in the interviews or whenever they've talked about this, they refer to it as a as right here AI soldiers. They're referring to it strict, you know, very. I feel like I don't know if it was like you know sort of a missive given by Dice or Electronic Arts to like make sure to refer to it as AI or whatever, but it seems like they're doing it consciously to remember to to remind people. Like you're, this is artificial intelligence. Like it's going to be smart. It's going to be dynamic. Yeah. So, and the drive guitars and forts is a very good example of, yeah, it, it's artificial intelligence. They, I, I can remember, uh, the drive guitars that were, um, cause you get, you get drive guitars from your friends list. Of people who might and you'll and who might not even necessarily be pay, people that play Forza. At least I've noticed that. But the one the the driver tires that were always the hardest to go against were people who I, the, you know, players that I know for a fact did play Forza quite a bit, and they were always the hardest driver tires to play against because they had data on that player to sort of use to to build that that particular drive guitars AI, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, and yeah, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, but like I was saying, I'm, I'm quite certain that hazard mode is going to be a PVP slash PVE encounter. So the, the, that's just one of the things that I'll get into a little bit later about how ambitious this game is going to be because they're going to be doing they're they're going to they're, they're they're taking the game in a route that like is just yeah I, I i did not expect at all um so okay so the next one we got this one was on twitter as well and this one was the oh yeah so this one was about um the the alpha being uploaded to the PlayStation store uh, you want to read this one? Actually, you yeah. yeah, you posted this one, actually. Yeah, so the size of the Battlefield Alpha is set to be around 20 gigabytes on PS4. It will likely be a similar size on other platforms. There is no confirmation date for the Alpha yet, so stay tuned by following Battlefield 2042 news on Twitter for that. Yep. And the funny thing, uh, I watched the video by from uh, Lossie actually just uh, mm -hmm. earlier. <laughs> the funny thing is, is like 
it's this is not necessarily confirmed. It's it's being inferred by some file name. I think that miners found actually that they seem to think is the alpha because the word king is used in the file name and apparently the code name for the development of Battlefield 2042 was Kingston. So that's basically what all this is based on. <laughs> so and this is just yeah. This isn't particularly like a very interesting development especially considering it only has to do with console peasants. So but hey, and it's in alpha, so it's right. We'll, none of us will be in it. Exactly, none of us are going to get to touch it. So yeah, but it's 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 set. It's it's clear. If it sounds like it, this is like legit. Like it's there, and so they're clearly prepping it already. But that's not it, again, not too surprising because we've. I think I think we heard a month ago that a bunch of people suspected that uh, a test alpha was going to happen this month. In, well, okay, so it's not July yet, but in July, so yeah. Uh, all right, next one, Charlie. Yeah, uh, Charlie Intel. Charlie Intel posted a uh, is Battlefield twenty forty two cross platform and the current cross play status. Uh, I threw this one in here, and honestly, I don't know why I did because there's really not much to talk about on this one, because <laughs> um, we don't know. This is one of those ones. This is this is information that we're gonna find out on July twenty second. Yeah, I, I would have. They're gonna. They 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 have to talk about crossplay July twenty second, right? I would have to think July twenty second is going to be everything. Like we're gonna we're you know maybe not everything, but like you know ninety percent of what they do that they're not gonna yeah. there won't they won't announce a beat maybe they will announce a br maybe it will be everything like maybe by then it's like yeah we're we're spilling it all here's the here's more on hazard hazard zone here's everything about redacted here's everything about the live service here's everything about cross i would think that would it actually i'll just i'll i'll say right now i think they're going to actually i'll just call it right now i think they will because it's the middle of summer Nothing else is going on, so it's like get that information out now. Get that big information dump. It's gonna have people talking right up until you know August, uh, you know, and then get get everyone pumped for the game and you know alpha the and you know you will hear stuff about the test alpha. Then of course the beta, probably August, August ish, right? You know, Cause probably yeah, yeah, because uh, maybe late August. And so beta all through September leading up to October because they're talking about the ultimate and gold. If you pre-order ultimate and gold edition, uh, you're they're talking about uh, access to, to the you know to the full game October fifteenth. So what do you yeah? So you yeah, I don't know, you, you what do you think? You think that'll it'll be all that on July twenty second, or you think is this got maybe not quite in the cards because of just some of the stuff that happened with five or. So they'll probably drop a good amount of information. I think 90% is probably a little ambitious. Yeah. But they'll probably drop, you know, when the, the alpha is going to be, if it hasn't already happened, when the beta is going to be, maybe some more, like, concrete gameplay. We'll see about that. Who knows? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's another thing. If Right. If we'll see some... Yeah, more concrete gameplay because that gameplay trailer was pre-alpha. That was that was just testing yeah. shit. So yeah, right. Yeah, I it's kind hmm. of up in the air. Yeah, I would 
I could see them going one way or the other about talking about crossplay at that point. They would really? be dumb not to have some sort of crossplay. Cross no, that's what I'm thinking. I th yeah, because it's I've of all the sort of topics that sort of crop up on Twitter, um, and sort of other yeah, and sort of the socials. That's the one that's like kind of cropping up the most. Like, what's the crossplay yeah. going to be? Yeah, so. Um, and what's like the, like, what's the last generation support going to look like? Right. I mean, that's, they got <laughs> that. Yeah. There's still so much stuff to find out yet. Um, yeah, it, they might even announce that crossplay is coming, but it won't be there at launch. I mean, who knows? Oh, fuck man. That's a good, that's one I hadn't, that hadn't even crossed my mind. Um, they might want to get the the game into a good state because you know there's going to be issues at launch. They're always oh yeah, you can't get everything oh, yeah. done. No, but if they can get it to a good place, you know, within a month or two, and then enable crossplay, I think that would probably be be a good thing for them because there will there will be enough players at launch to fill lobbies on individual platforms. That's a very good point. You're absolutely right. There will be, um, and. That's that would be a very interesting development. Um, only problem with that, though, well, yeah. The only thing, the only thing that gives me pause about that, I suppose, is like the you know uh, aim the aim assist stuff with controllers and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like because it's 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 a very topical thing. It's it's the thing that's really on the that's a, the other thing that's on the on the top of a lot of people's minds is the aim assist and uh you know and i feel like i don't know if that would be kind of strange like you start off in in all the pc players are playing with one another well but it was already there too aim assist was in battlefield 5 for controllers anyway so it's like so any so there's going to be some yeah maybe it won't be such a big deal because there's going to be people playing on their PCs who also play with controllers they're out there you know it's fine they they some people just don't have the you know the big brain you know and, and the coordination to use a mouse and keyboard it's fine you know hey but you know you could get there I was that way once too well actually I don't think I ever was anyway but I was, I'm a fucking mouse and keyboard from way back. I was, a, I, I was using fucking, fucking ball mice to play Quake. Uh, okay. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I made the transition fairly recently within the last year and a half or so. Right. Yeah. I didn't find it that difficult. I also use a computer every day at work. So right. I think I kind of already had at least the mouse aiming down i got <laughs> well you have your whole easily. you have your whole arm to click on files on a computer so i mean it's the same it's the exact same thing as trying to point a, a gun at someone in a game yeah. so of course right <laughs> i also think the the battlefield community <laughs> same thing. doesn't seem to be quite as sweaty to me as call of duty is so maybe they won't care as much i mean i always played with aim assist off on console it was like one of the first settings I changed on every game. I, you know what's funny is I always did too. I always did too whenever I think I... I'm trying to remember like what games I may have fucking played on console that were first-person shooter games and that were... Because I didn't really play many. 
uh, Halo, I suppose, probably comes to mind. And I can't remember if there was aim assist. But I remember always turning aim assist off too because I felt like, well, I don't want aim assist. I don't want the fucking computer aiming for me. I just want to fucking do it. But it's pretty clear that if you do use it, it's like, yeah, it... Ugh, that's a whole that's a whole fucking debate I don't even want to get into. I mean, maybe maybe for an episode once the game comes out and we get a feel for like how it's behaving in this game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, cuz it the whole thing for fucking Warzone, yeah, that there's there's no reason to talk about it for this game cuz we don't know how it's going to look in this game. I mean, I suppose yeah. most people might tell you well it's going to look like aim assist. It's just going to that's just how it's going to work. You all you got to as long as you're I was watching a video. I can't remember who produced the video. A YouTube uh, Warzone content creator. It was. Um, it wasn't Jay God. It was a British guy. Um, but basically, as long as you're moving your character, uh, strafing, right, the aim assist basically will kick in. Yeah, and you could just see he wasn't even touching his aiming stick, his camera control stick, right. But you could see the fucking thing moving. I mean, that's pretty. Anyway, yeah. All right, I'm not gonna get into it. We'll 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 get to that when we see how it's gonna look in Battlefield in 2042. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll probably just like every look like every other aim assist, but whatever. We'll talk about it then. Um. Okay. Uh, did we click on what's the next one here? The next one, I think it's a bigger, longer article. Oh yeah, you posted this one about the SBMM. Do you want to yeah. just kind of touch on some of the highlights on this one, or? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so we're doing it live, so fuck it. <laughs> so Tom Henderson tweeted something about Battlefield 2042 and SBMM. I'll just read the tweet that's quoted in here. Okay. Y'all yeah. know COD YouTubers moving to Battlefield 2042 will be using VPNs to matchmake against a load of AIs for some mad clickbait gameplays. <laughs> I worded this a bit confusingly, and yes, there is SBMM in Battlefield. It's just primarily server-based. The majority of the SBMM will happen when you've found the server. It doesn't it doesn't kick in beforehand, so it's not like COD. Which really just sounds like a, a team balancer to me. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Which I expected from Jump. I know Battlefield 5 didn't have one, but Battlefield 5 is a rushed piece of garbage that should have never been released. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and, okay, so it goes on to say in the article, and this article was from um, Comic Book Gaming. Interesting. Um, if this sounds familiar, it's because it's what Battlefield has been doing for years. In other words, there's no change. But again, all this information is unofficial variety. It takes a grain of salt for all dice and you have very different plans. Okay, so I talked about it in the last pod. It's not even it's not even skill-based matchmaking. It's engagement-based matchmaking. We know this now. I talked about it last pod. They're more worried about making your game experience feel like it, you make it... They, they want you to keep playing. They want you to come back. They want you to feel like you had fun playing. So it's not even necessarily about your skill. Some it, that has something to do with it, but not everything. Like if 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 you haven't played for a couple of weeks, I like I said the uh, the the source 
who talked to us about about how it works is like if you haven't played for two weeks, that's what's going to give you an easy lobby because you don't want to if you haven't played for two weeks. And if you're like a 2.0, even if you're like a 2.0 KD Andy, they don't want to throw you into a fucking, you know, gold diamond lobby, whatever it's called, to just end up getting shit on because you're rusty. They're going to throw you into some fucking potato lobby. So you feel like you just shit on a bunch of people. And guess what? You just feel good that you just shit on a bunch of people. Oh, I'm going to play a couple more games. Oh, I'm going to play a couple more games. Oh, look, I'm actually having fun playing this game. And look at that. Oh, look at this store. The store's got new bundles. Oh, look. And now I'm here. And now I'm engaging. And now maybe I'm buying stuff. It's like, that's what it's all about. So, um, yeah. So it sounds like they're going to have a team balancer, which is good. You got to have, you got to balance the lobbies. Um, so yeah. Okay, good. So that, that's still an interesting, uh, little kind of tweet from Tom Henderson. Um, so, but that's good to know that that means if, if he's got that information, that means, you know, stuff has been coming through the grapevine and it's been getting to him and he's talking about it. So that's good to know that that's probably going to happen. Um, okay. So then, okay. So, well, the next link I have in here was just to the video. The only thing I really took from that lossy video that was particularly interesting was that uh, he speculates that the Battlefield 2042 uh, is going to be featured in the pre-show stuff. So it's all, I I don't know, and I don't know if that means that means it's going to have its own sort of little segment before the EA Play Live, like it's going to be its own thing. And they're not even going to mention it during the EA Play Live. EA Play Live is going to be used to talk about all the other sort of electronic arts games. I don't know. Um, but in any case, um, yeah, and he says um, it, it, and it's pretty much fully expected that they're going to completely reveal what the redacted uh, part of Battlefield is. Um, and actually, I'm going to get into more into that more for the for the next link. But um, but July 22nd. 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, yeah, and I'll be live. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna take the day off work and actually stream for that too because I want to check that out. So, uh, and of course, Warlike, Warlike in, in the chat, being the Battlefield Five Andy. That's fine, man. <laughs> Battlefield Five is fun in small doses. I'll 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 say that. It's fun in small doses. <laughs> Sniping is good. Sniping is good. Yeah. It's about all I have to say. I know. <laughs> okay, so uh, I just came across this today, actually, um, and it was on Charlie Intel, and it was a it was a little bit of a Tom Henderson leak. Now it wasn't like it's not like a particularly uh, illuminating leak so to speak it's kind of like it's actually kind of rehashing some stuff we already knew uh but it seems to be lending more credence to the rumor about what this whole thing is the the redacted mode um now they did i actually went to the website to look at the section where you look at the the game world and it, and it shows you know it shows you all out warfare it shows you hazard zone and then it shows you the redacted some people I didn't see it. Uh, some people posted screenshots where they changed the description of redacted. Did you see that at all? No. I didn't. Yeah, I saw screenshots of it, but when I went to the website, 
it wasn't there. It, it was the same. But I'll, uh, um, I think I had. Well, actually, now that I remember, I had to. You had to. Cl- it was on a like, on the main page. It was the same. But if you clicked and went in anyway, it. So. That's neither here nor there, obviously now. But um, so according to Tom Henderson, the big reveal of Battlefield 2042 came with a hot trailer, satellite and gameplay. List, uh. But EA Dice are being very coy over one of the game's modes. Listed as redacted on the official Battlefield 2042 website, the mode is being kept very hush-hush for the time being. However, leaker Tom Henderson has once again discussed information concerning the new game mode, apparently titled Battle Hub. So this has been spec- this has been being speculated out about for a month now, months, really, that this thing is going to be, and this is, um, okay, so this was the updated description that was put on the website. Created as a love letter to our core fans, a new way to play Battlefield is coming. Discover unexpected battles and enter the wide universe of Battlefield with this experience, which will be shown in detail. EA Play Live on July 22nd. So then, but then it goes on uh, to talk more in it. And okay, so here's where he gets into more detail. And this is what, and this is, what we talked about contains remasters of old maps from old battlefield titles. They will still run on the 2042 engine. And in addition to this, he says that the, that specialists will also be moving over to battlefield hub, whatever the fuck that means. I mean, I would assume the specialists are going to be usable in any game mode. Right. I mean, you would think, right. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. I wonder if, say, you're playing Battlefield 4 through that, if there's just specialists that are assigned to certain classes or if it will totally change up how the game is is played. Oh, no. It sounds to me like, yeah, no. It says, right, it says it'll be, the whole thing will be in the Battlefield 2042 engine. So if you end up playing, so if this thing is what it sounds like, if you end up in Operation Locker, through this thing, it's not Battlefield 4 Operation Locker. It's a remastered lock, you know, Operation yeah. Locker map. All Battlefield 2042. So with all the Battlefield 2042 specialist perks, weapons, everything. Yeah, so which is very interesting. Very interesting if that is in fact the case. Now some maps will support 128 players. Uh, whereas some will only support 64, likely if you're on a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. <laughs> um, Henderson says the difference varies based on size of the map, which platform it's played on. Yep, This to me confirms as well that Battlefield Hub will be coming on both past and current gen consoles. Well, that would make sense. Well, there you go. That actually makes a lot of sense. This actually offers... Okay, so this is this is where I kind of get... This is where my big kind of show note came in where I kind of was going to rant about, uh, about this a little bit, this actually, and th- that's a very interesting little snippet there that makes the game very viable for past gen consoles because you've got the, you've got the new game, but Hey, you know what? We know you want to play our cool, new, amazing, big game on all our cool new maps, but sorry, you, you know, you you don't have a newer console yet, so you know get shit on. But hey, 
you can play Operation Locker. You can play, uh, uh, what's the uh, CN Crossing from Battlefield 3, which is a great fucking map. You can play, uh, 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 shit, what's the Battlefield 2 map that I'm fucking thinking of? That I Help me out here. Oh, what the hell is it I, called? I didn't play 2, so. You didn't play 2, of course you didn't. Um, oh my gosh. Karkand, attack on uh, attack at Karkand. You can play that map, right? Or maybe there's going to be twenty one forty two maps. I actually had someone corroborate, kind not corroborate, but sort of um, echo my uh, my sentiment last on Twitter about the possibility of Titans being in the game. Maybe there'll be um, oh, what's the harbor map on Battlefield Bad Company Two, which is a great map. Um, something harbor. I can't remember the. You know, uh, Erica Harbor, right? A-R-I-C-A, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So, which is a great Battlefield Bad Company 2 map, actually. Um, there's so many great maps. Um, there's really, Yeah, we've talked about it before. So, I don't know. So, this that, to me, almost sounds like, hey, you know, you just, I don't know. That whole thing is so intriguing. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, Was we updated with? Can you imagine a No Shark Canal TDM lobby with 128 players (laughs) in it? Oh my god! (laughs) The possibilities of shit. It was like just the weird combinations. The (laughs) weird. No, yeah, that it. Okay, so that would be the equivalent of uh like uh 10 player shipment in in call of duty yes. <laughs> it absolutely would be yeah absolutely that's that was one of that's 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 always the team yeah that's pretty much the best team death ma- well yeah no it is it's the best team deathmatch map that i've ever remember playing on or most having the most fun on i remember the the close quarter maps in the um uh dragon's teeth expansion yeah those were a couple of those were really good uh, but like, yeah, but no shark canals team deathmatch. I mean, yeah, but yeah, 628 players. No, what a shit show that would be. Oh my goodness. That would be a f- oh, absolute fucking shit show. <laughs> it would be so fun for about but, three games. Yeah, no, it would be, it would be fun as fuck for a few games. Absolutely. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So this is, yeah, this whole thing is incredibly intriguing. This is very intriguing. So I'm, 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 they're they've got me thoroughly uh, uh you know excited for july 22nd for sure um yeah so but given all that and and given all that information that we've got about hazard zone about this battlefield hub about the live service this uh, okay i've talked about this before but i i feel fairly confident in it now that this game is going to be in like insanely ambitious in its scope and vision. I feel like this game is going to be like, okay, let me just, I wrote kind of a paragraph out and I want to read the paragraph and then I'll kind of, I'll expand on it as I, as I go. So this game is going to be insanely ambitious in scope and vision for its future. Electronic arts is clearly taking the bungee approach. And, in the bungee approach refers to destiny 2 battlefield 2042 will be i think will be the center of the battlefield universe for at least the next three years at least and 
if you if you're familiar with with Destiny Two and you're familiar with clearly what's going on with Warzone now, right? This whole I I think they've Electronic Arts has had and Dice have had the luxury of kind of getting being in the background, right? While everything yeah. that's going on with with Bungie and with Warzone, and they're going to sort of reap this sort of whirl, whirlwind, if you will. That's generally a, a you know uh, um, a pejorative kind of uh, phrase, but they're going to reap the the benefits of what they've seen develop in in the gaming world between Destiny Two, Warzone, because what Destiny Two was okay. So I know I've talked about it before, but I think Bungie had a Bungie's had a vision for this game, and they knew that they wanted to do this kind of live service thing. Activision clearly wasn't willing to let them do that. Um, now I'm not surprised one bit that Activision allowed uh, Infinity Ward to to do it with Warzone, because clearly a, a great deal of clout and a great and a much longer leash, uh, you know, came with developing a call of duty game it's the most established yeah. it's the most popular yeah it's the most popular franchise is the most established franchise so they did the game and when they proposed doing the battle royale and they proposed it with the live service and all that stuff it's like yeah okay we can leave but i guarantee you bungie probably wanted to do that too and they but activision wouldn't let them so they litigated their way away from Activision and now and that is exactly what Bungie is doing now. They're doing this too. And the game is as popular as it's ever been. I don't want to play it anymore. I won't get into that, you know, because it I have my reasons, but there's still lots of people playing it and they fucking love it. Um and they were yeah, it's Warzone basically what Bungie hadn't yeah it this whole so Electronic Arts and Dice clearly are are looking at this like you know we they, clearly they 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 focused on in on the type of gameplay they want the setting the via, you know the weapons the vehicles the specialists so they've got their core game down they've got what they they've got it set and they got what they want to be you know they want what they get they got it made and they've got it ready to go and they know they're going to support this particular game in a live service kind of way for a long time. And I think they can. Be like I said, Hazard Zone is going to be this completely different game mode where there's there's going to be story stuff going on in there. The Battlefield Hub, who, the Battlefield Hub may eventually... Uh, I said it before, they may introduce a Battle Royale mode just sort of thrown in with any map. They don't have to come up with some... They don't have to have a, a Verdansk necessarily, right? With the size, Especially with the size of some of these maps. They may yeah. just throw in, hey, here's a Battle Royale mode. Go in, fight it out, and see who comes out on top. They don't... They have, the, they have that luxury, you know? I mean, Warzone is a little... And we've kind of seen this a little bit. They, they kind of unhamstrung themselves if you will by going to Verdansk 84 but with the it's one map right and it's like there's they sort of hamstrung themselves with just the one map it seems like they're okay sorry they got rebirth island so but yeah i, I you could i could see them just throwing in a battle royale mode and like yep yeah, uh, we're going to section off this particular in here fight it out i don't know it, you know they don't but I foresee them though 
possibly doing something similar to what Warzone did and having Verdansk or not yeah, you know, Verdansk obviously having like a specific map where just like cool story stuff is going to happen while you're doing the battle royale stuff because Warzone did the same thing. They you know they're doing all they got the red doors now and they got you know uh, they had the the ghost intel stuff that was all pretty interesting so yeah I don't know uh, I just feel like yeah I, I I might be getting ahead of myself and I know it's early and we haven't even played the game yet but I seriously feel like this thing is gonna be an insanely ambitious game like uh, uh, just it's it's gonna cover it's gonna have just a lot so many different things to do. Conquest, breakthrough, hazard zone, the redact, the you know what we're going to get to play and redact. There's going to be tons of different game modes. I feel like, and I think that's the best thing they could do. I feel like we 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 right, we've talked about it before. We just want a battlefield. You don't give a shit about a br. You would just no. You don't give a fuck about the br. You'd want a battlefield experience. Well, you're going to get a battlefield experience, but you're also going to get the chance to play all kinds of cool other shit. And you might just like yeah. it, I don't know, right? I mean, what do you think? Yeah, and something else I've been thinking about. I wonder if they're going to go kind of a Ubisoft Rainbow Six Siege route where they don't release a new game. They just keep updating it, adding new yearly passes and seasons and shit. Because Rainbow Six is on, I think they're on like year five or six by now. Dude, that's, exact, it's a, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what, GTA 5. Right. Yeah. GTA Five, Fortnite. You know, and now clearly Activision and iDub kind of cashed in on it because they're they're gonna they're trying trying to do the same thing. Yeah. I that there's no question that's what happened internally. It's like you guys find a good setting, get us a good looking game, get us a bunch of good looking weapons, get us a bunch of fucking beautiful maps, get us that battlefield gameplay that everyone wants. And we're going to fucking support that shit for the next like three, four fucking five years. And they're going to make a fucking fortune selling skins, selling battle passes, which is fine. That's that, this is the direction that profit, you know, it has. If you want to profit in the video game industry, okay, not, not every company, a video game company or, or, or studio or, or uh, publisher has to do this, but. For this type of game, that's just where that's just where it's at right now. This is the zeitgeist for first-person shooter multiplayer games. So, okay, was that a, was that a sufficient rant? <laughs> yeah, that was a good little rant, buddy. It was a good rant. Yeah, thanks, thank you. I appreciate that, little buddy. Thank you, sir. Um, okay, so we're about an hour in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll I'll save my uh other little rant that I got there cuz that's one that's what I want to think about a little bit more before I get into that right actually. But let's go over this article real quick. So to close to sort of uh wrap this week up. Um I found uh on a website called inverse.com which is like just a kind of a gaming website. It's actually a really beautiful website if you go there. It's they it actually looks fucking great. Um Yeah. Yeah, right. It's a, it's a really well done looking website. Um, yeah, and it's general stuff about uh, gaming stuff. Uh, but uh, publisher or an author by the name of uh, Joseph Yadin, uh, just back on June 9th, actually, posted an inter interesting little article. And I figured, 
yeah, we'll go through it here. We'll just kind of talk about our thoughts and what they say on this. And it's um, five ways Battlefield 2042 can win over Call of Duty Warzone, can win over Warzone players. So uh, what do they got as number five? Uh, why don't you kick it off and then I'll uh, yeah. and we'll talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to so, go grab a beer. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. Point number five is a commitment to a balanced arsenal of weapons. Currently, Warzone has 77 primary weapons. Again, this is going back a couple of weeks. It's probably more now. Uh, has 77 primary weapons, but only around half of them are used in any capacity, maybe even fewer than that. Raven Software has shown signs of balancing the arsenal and has even improved many of the underused weapons to give them a boost. But still, the majority of weapons aren't even touched. In Battlefield 2042, we'd expect we'd love to see a large yet balanced variety of weapons from snipers to SMGs to assault rifles that are all useful in their own ways. This will keep the weapon meta fresh while allowing for experimentation and more unique but still viable builds. If there are only a handful of weapons that dominate the playing field in any game, things will get stale quickly, as evidenced by Warzone when Cold War integrated. The Cold War integration uh, occurred in December of 2020. Hmm. What do you think about that statement? So... I think aside from five, I think Battlefield has always been at least decent at balancing weapons. They all kind of have yeah. their niche, especially looking back at four. You know, the the AEK is going to shred up close. But if you try to take somebody out from 30, 40, 50 meters, you're going to hit a quarter of your magazine. <laughs> yeah, with that. yeah. So I think they'll be decent i know battlefield 5 did not have great weapon balance uh snipers could be destroyed by an assault class with a uh well what did they call them a semi-auto rifle right yeah m1 garand with a scope at range would destroy us yeah yeah no yeah and so yeah your so your point about battlefield 4 is um is a very good point there was there was good weapon balance in it for sure, um, but I don't I don't know I don't buy this as an argument to like win over Warzone players. People are still playing Warzone. <laughs> this is yeah. and there's still a major pitfall in in. It seems like at one point they had a good meta a good thing going where like a lot of weapons are viable but then just in like 3 weeks boom there's one fucking assault rifle that's dominating again and yeah people complain about it but they're still playing it so it's like i don't know maybe maybe that'll be enough to win over people but i don't know possibly um okay so the next one he's got here is frequent and compelling in-game events which is of course what i've been touching on uh, for like the last three episodes, uh, Warzone has made a name for itself with in-game events, a strategy cribbed mostly from Fortnite's history. True. Uh, most recently held at season three nuke event, 
that was a while ago. This is, yeah, this article's a little old. They culminated with the transition of to the, the New Verdansk to the 84 map. The, the event garnered a lot of attention, particularly because of the hype around it. Battlefield 2042 needs to have similar in-game events with high stakes that motivate players to check in with some frequency. Based on early reports, at a character-driven narrative told through the specialists as a part of the multiplayer experience, this feels like a necessity. Let's try that again. This feels like a necessity already. Uh, perhaps certain events could give exclusive rewards. Blah, blah blah. Of course, yeah. No, that's gonna. This is absolutely gonna happen. I've I've been talking. I've I've been saying this for weeks now. There's no question that's gonna happen. Hazard zone. Even in uh, the, with that sort of thing. Look at what they do. You can change the map at will. You can add items in and out, quests in and out. We're gonna get cool quests. We're gonna get these quest lines, or we're gonna get these like kind of storyline things, story driven quests that you know do this in a conquest game or go to this location and and pick up this and find this thing in a in a breakthrough i don't know whatever or i th- i feel like it'll mostly be driven through the hazard zone i've i've honestly yeah i think yeah because they call they clearly have it delineated you know uh with a i think with a clear objective no pun intended or is it you figure it out read a book <laughs> um the uh you know all out warfare so all out warfare conquest breakthrough right and then the hazard zone is going to be where they're going to do this story driven stuff you're going to in in a it'll almost likely be it's not going to be unique maps obviously it's going to be probably smaller sections of the existing maps but it'll be a completely different kind of game mode and there will be something going on whether it'll be like Maybe there'll be like uh, radiated zones that you got to go in and out of. You know, you can only stay in for a certain amount of time and you got to get out, but you got to, when you get in there, you got to get some kind of intelligence out of it before you, you know, get radiated to death or some, I don't know, whatever, shit like that. So there's no question that's going to happen. Um, oh, and then one, and this is a good one for you to take because this kind of harkens to battle, some of the Battlefield 5 stuff probably. <laughs> Yeah. So the next one is free additional content. One of the reasons Warzone is so successful. Try that one again. One of the reasons Warzone is so successful has to do with being free. Sure, it still has to be. It still needs to be a good game to keep players around, but it is a much easier pill to swallow when the cost is zero. Battlefield 2042 is already lagging behind on this front as it's going to cost 60 to $70. Yeah. From a pure monetary sense, it's easy to see why players might gravitate towards Warzone, even if Battlefield 2042 is excellent. For that reason, Battlefield needs to come with a hefty amount of free additional content to satisfy players' wallets. We already know Battlefield 2042 will feature a battle pass, which is a step in the right direction, but it needs to to do much more than that to get players hooked. Perhaps just offering a higher volume of additional content could do the trick, or even more maps at no additional cost. Everything's going to be free on this game. You know, there'll probably be some skins and stuff that you can buy, uh-huh. but like, I'm, I'm too cheap for that. I'm not going to fucking do that. I can't see my character in this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know only fucking old nerds like me care about that shit. Um, no, I mean the point about right. Uh, I in fact I know a a per, a uh, an individual who has a 
bunch of stuff unlocked in Warzone and has never paid for a dime. Has never paid a dime for anything in the game. Just just been playing Warzone so much that, you know, through the gaining the experience and gaining the COD points on the battle the free COD points you get on the battle pass or whatever, you know. Um just doing it. So there's clearly yeah. But here's the but here's the here's like the metric that we don't know, right? That's one this is one particular individual that I know. And here's the metric that we don't know. How many I don't I mean obviously you can tell by sales, but like really how many people are only playing war you know have never spent a dime on Warzone, right? And only played it completely for free? We don't really know that, you know, so Yeah. But I mean it's a good point. Um and it could be uh, it could be something that affects it. I don't know, it's hard to say. Obviously, hardcore battlefield players are buying this game. You know, people that want that battlefield game, that battlefield experience, they're absolutely going to buy it. Um but and so yeah, but in terms of driving revenue through a free to play game and all the things that go along with that, the microtransactions and stuff that remains to be seen. Uh, you know, fuck for all we know, um, the battlefield hub might end up being a free to play mode. Huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah. Fuck for all we know, it might be, a, you know, you, you battlefield hub, free to play mode, classic maps, battlefield 2042 engine. And you get, <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm a fucking genius, right? This is, I, you know what? I know I'm going to be right. I'm like, I know it. I just fucking know I'm going to be right. There's no question. No. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not calling my shot that way, but I strongly speculate that that's going to be the case. That's going to be the free to play. Here's all, here's a whole bunch of cool remastered battlefield maps, right? Here's access to the specialists. But then if you want the other specialists or if you want the other skins, right? You get, you know, you pay for them. You want this. And if you, and here, look, because this is exactly what Warzone did. Here's this cool free-to-play game. But if you want access to all this stuff over here, buy Modern Warfare. Because that's how they got me. They got me that way. I was like, oh, look, Warzone, a a free-to-play Call of Duty Battle Royale. I'm going to check this out. Turned out it was actually kind of fun. And on this very same menu, the very same menu, just to the left, he was like, hey, look over here. Hey, look, this is uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. If you buy this, you get all this cool shit, and you can use it in Warzone. And And I fucking did it. Like a complete dipshit, I fucking bought it, right? So... That's it. The Battlefield Hub is probably going to be the free-to-play. That's going to be the free-to-play. And if you want to play all the new maps, all the full-featured Battlefield, you're going you're gonna to buy yeah the rest of the Battle. I don't know. It seemed, makes sense to me. I'm a fucking genius, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. I avoid free-to-play games like the fucking plague. I know that they're going to be filled with microtransactions or they're going to be a total grind fest. And you know what? I don't want to do that. I'll buy a game on steam for $10 like I did tonight. Right. Yeah. And if I don't like it, cool. It was $10. I'll just wait for a sale. Well, dude, you, you don't fall. You absolutely fall outside of their target demo. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes, <laughs> I, I do, that's... but I don't because I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna well, play right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So hours. right, but um, so yeah. Uh, see you. What's up? See you later, boy. Our fucking main man patron, our five star general. You're supposed to be a five star general if I could fucking make Patreon work properly. Um, but I'm a boomer, so I don't know how it works. Um, yeah, I've heard of War Thunder. Yeah, free to play. Uh, that actually, I've considered playing that game. Is that, wait, is that the one where you get all the, um, airplanes and like warships? No, war, yeah, War yeah. Thunder is the airplane one. Warships is the fucking naval one. Yeah. Yeah, War <sighs> Thunder is all vehicle based. I played it for, yeah. I don't know, five hours and I was like, cool, I'm not playing this that much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun to game. Catch me up. Well, download the pod. See you later, boy. Okay. Stay mad. Okay, so, so there you go. So I'm a genius. I've I've figured it all out. Um, so I, you know, dice. I know you're listening. So you know, clearly it's time to make me, you know, an insider because I already know what's going on. Obviously, right? I've got you figured out. I've I've read you like a book because I've read a book, right? So there you go. I'm a big history nerd. So yeah, no, yeah, you know that's a. Warlike, uh, uh, Warlike always has said that before too. He loves World War II stuff, which is why he likes Battlefield Five, which is understandable. But it's also unfortunate that you're not 45 years old like me and you got to play 1942 because 1942, even though it was a fucking game from fucking 15 years ago, it was a much better World War II game than Battlefield Five because it was an actual World War II game. So you know. So stay mad, Warlike, but I still love you, man, because you're one of my loyal followers and, and viewers. I appreciate you, man. Just giving you a hard time. <laughs> so anyway, uh, all right, what do we got here? More, Be more friendly to newcomers. You know, you know no, change it. Fuck you. Learn. Well, and they kind of already are because <laughs> they've said you can play totally yeah. against bots yeah exactly so. i know yeah he uh oscar gabriel uh gabriel said mentioned that in the battlefield brief that yeah it's like if you want to play a game just strictly against bots you can yeah so um despite War warzone's massive player base it's not the easiest game to get into um okay well that's wrong it's free so it's pretty fucking easy to get into <laughs> um you know you pick up your controller or you get on your computer and you play it. So anyway, um, anyway, and then of course the number one he has, which is like just a fucking big fucking obvious, a heavy emphasis on anti-cheat, um, which I meant to get into. Damn it. I say, I saved ah shit. I saved a tweet and I forgot to put it in the show notes. So you know what? I'll do it next week. Because, so, Daniel Berlin actually was quoted as saying there is a thing coming out called um, EA Positive Play. Has this come across your view by any chance? No, it hasn't. Okay. So, yeah. So, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but... um. It, they okay i'll get into it next week for sure but if you want to look it up daniel berlin mentioned something along the line he called it ea positive play and it was going to essentially it was going to be something to 
uh, uh, not prevent, but um, curtail. <laughs> Fuck, that's not the word I wanted to use at all, but it's the one that came into my head to curtail harassment and especially cheating. So, okay, cool. Um, I hope it works because it, obviously <laughs> they need something more than Punk Buster because I don't think Punk Buster's been updated in like 10 years. So, you know what? It's better than nothing. No, it is better. And even, yeah, even if Punk Buster is running in the background in 2042, it'll, you know what? Even if it catches some guy using some fucking aimbot script, you know, and it kicks him off the server, and it might not ban him, but it'll kick him off the server, fine. Or some wall hack, and it kicks him out of the server, good. At least it did, yeah. at least it did something, exactly. Like, in fucking Warzone right now, cheaters are just absolutely rampant. There's like, they don't get, yeah, they only, I don't think they get kicked at all. Yeah, so. Anyway, I'll get more into that next week, because I had a whole rant about that one, too. Because it's called Positive Play. So, I got the feeling that like some people might not uh, not be too crazy about that, you know, name positive positive play. Might sound sounds a little uh, you know, sounds a little too nice. <laughs> I guess so, I don't know. I just want people to talk shit in the game chat. Like I'm not going to really well, do right. anything. I just want to see people go back and forth and call each other names. Yeah, it's the we, most fun thing. It pretty much is. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I <laughs> even though it's annoying as hell, it's always fun uh, watching people basically type in the chat more than play the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if you if you idiots would stop yelling at each other and actually just play, you know, you might actually do something uh, uh, productive in this fucking game. Uh, see you later, boy. I wonder how the gunplay is going to be in twenty forty two. I wonder too, dude. And that's the biggest, yeah, we won't, you know, until we get our hands on it, we won't know. Um, the, the pre-alpha, I mentioned the one part in the, in the gameplay trailer, the guy zip lines across the building and he's shooting, uh, his, uh, it's not a Fennec. That's what Warzone calls it. What the fuck is that gun? Uh, Chris Vector. Vector. Thank you. That Chris Vector. And it sounds, it you know, you saw a good amount of recoil on the gun. You saw some hit markers. Um, I know. I wonder how it's going to feel too, because playing ba- playing Battlefield Four, I like it, it. I like the I like the the gun play in that game just enough. Like there there isn't a feel to it. I don't know how fucking Call of Duty did it, but somehow I feel like I'm actually firing that fucking gun in Call of Duty and in Warzone. And I think it's just the hit marker sound. I honestly think it's literally just... I've talked about this before. I know for a fact that they did a lot of research on ASMR for that game because the sound effects in that game have a very satisfying uh, um, effect on my brain. (laughs) Everything from the fucking... Uh, moving your mouse around in the menu, the little sort of radio static clicks that happen as you're clicking on stuff and as you're moving the mouse around into the sounds of the bullets hitting and then and then the head mark, you know, the, the headshot marker. Something about all that conveys a very uh, 
uh, what the fuck, um, haptic, almost haptic. Haptic refers to actual physical feedback, but it feel it honestly almost feels like it's giving me an actual feed, you know, physical feedback. So, uh, I hope that's something else that Dice delved into with their research because I, t- I with for all the problems that Modern Warfare has, and for all the problems that Warzone has, there's something satisfying about playing the game just because of the gunplay. So. Yeah, I just want them to bring back the headshot sound from Battlefield One. It's just so it, that is yeah, it is excellent. Yes, uh, or some semblance of it. And see you later, boy. Makes a very good fucking point. The the guns in BF4 feel heavy. You're you're right. They that's exactly how they feel. Every single gun, even if it's the fucking CBJ, which looks like a little fucking squirt gun, <laughs> you know. It, yeah. They do. They all feel, and I think they, and I think there's a reason they feel heavy because there's only two speeds. There's either walking or the sprint, and the sprint is not very fast, and the movement is not very fast in BF4, which I think is where you get that heavy feel from. But the ADS is like the ADS time, the time to ADS. I think this is the same on every fucking gun, and it's a little slow. So I think that's where that comes from too. So. <clears throat> well, you've shot an AR in real life, and COD doesn't feel like real. Well, yeah, no. So, and okay, so what do you? Oh, wait, what do you see here? Sorry, I mean, I've shot an AR in real life, and COD just doesn't feel like real life. BF4 does, and I'm, oh, okay, so you okay, so you like the fact that the you've got that heavy feel in Battlefield 4. I got you. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of have to agree because uh, yeah, like shooting a shotgun. Uh, the first time I shot a pump action shotgun, I punched myself in the fucking mouth. No, I no, wasn't did you really? ready for it. Oh shit! And Battlefield Four kind of gives you the same vibes. You're, right. you're shooting a gun. You know, there's recoil. Things act in a certain way that I don't have real experience with an AEK. You know, with a yeah. thousand rounds per minute or whatever. But it there's heavy recoil, which is something I would expect with a gun with a high rate of fire versus a, a CBJ, which is small round and a, a, right. a fairly low rate of fire. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying. And they convey the recoil visually very well in, in Battlefield 4. Like you said, the AEK. The gun fucking shakes like a motherfucker because it's got that fast rate of fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just don't get like that feedback. I feel like I'm actually getting feedback somehow from firing weapons in Call of Duty, um, even though I know I'm not. I've got. I don't yeah. have. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Think it's that audio cue of the hit. I, th- I think it is. I think that's what it is. And I hope. I like that. I mean, that's just me. So I don't know. We'll see. But. Um, so yeah, gosh, I gotta get a new fucking. I gotta get a better fucking mic fucking boom. Every time I hit this thing, it sounds like a fucking nuclear bomb going off. Sorry about that, pod listeners. Uh, so anyway, um, I think that's all we got on it. Got tonight, dude. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, it's a little definitely definitely a short boy tonight, boys and girls. Hour, not even an hour and a half yet. So, um, but like I said, it was um, it was just a trickle of news. If so to speak. Uh, and yeah, that's all. And I got the, yeah, I got the whole thing about what uh, Daniel Berlin said. I'll get into that some other time. I got all kinds of thoughts about this game, but I feel like it, uh, they might, they'll probably come across better 
and some of the, uh, you know, as we get closer to the game and, and as we start getting more feedback about the actual gameplay as we've gotten, as you know, as we get some real, uh, real world feedback, alpha players and shit like that, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I think that's going to do it for tonight, boys and girls. <laughs> See you later, boy. Back pain and arthritis. Yeah. No, no back pain and arthritis here. Just uh, groin pulls and fucking uh, bruises from fucking pucks <laughs> getting shot into the back of my legs. Uh, so, yeah. All right. That's going to do it tonight, boys and girls. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, dude, the fucking numbers for the last few episodes are fucking pretty fucking huge, dude. So, uh, I really appreciate all the listens, everyone. I uh, appreciate all the support, of course. Uh, and, of course, the apparent Canadian. All right, well, that, all right, well that's, that's the new Discord name, apparent Canadian. Uh Join the fucking Discord. Just do it. Join it and uh, get on here and talk about it. Um, oh yeah, that was another thing. The <laughs> Battlefield started a Discord. <laughs> There's an official Battlefield Discord, and immediately, you know, a hundred thousand twelve-year-olds jumped on it and started fucking talking about the game. Apparently, so. Yeah, I joined for two minutes at the most. Yeah. I was like, cool. <laughs> I can't keep up with this. I'm just gonna leave. Right. I'm not yeah. gonna waste my time. There was like twenty or thirty thousand people. I know, yeah, like instantly. So it's like, uh, no, I think I'll think I'll pass. I mean, I'm still, you, uh, yeah. I mean, I just muted it, right? So, um, so, so join the, but join our Discord, join the objective Discord, and talk about the game or talk about whatever the fuck you want. We got a few. We got it. Got it. Get it. We've got it cleaned up. We got a bunch of different channels to check out and uh, jump in and talk about the game and uh, what you expect and. Which, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. I don't know. I'm done. I'm, I'm so, I'm done with this episode. I'm, I'm tired now. <laughs> cause I still haven't apparently caught up on all the fucking sleep I need. Cause I'm of too much of a fucking night owl and I probably need to change it, especially having a fucking four year old kid. So, okay. Everyone in chat. Thanks for stopping by. See you later, boy. Of course, our five star general. I'll try to get that fit, shit fixed on the Patreon. Um, that's it, boys and girls. Uh, remember, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dubfire33. Smash the follow button. Join the fucking Discord. Evan, thank you very much, sir, for... Well, you said you didn't have shit going on on a Friday night anyways, so I'm not going to thank you for yeah. being here. You had to be here, right? Well, you didn't have to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, deuces. Deuces. The next episode. That's right. See you next time. All right, everyone stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Peace.